Hello, you're listening to Living Beyond Limits, and I'm your host, Marcy Langlois. Today, we're going to take a look at why you should go against the norm and not set a resolution. We'll take a look at why it's ineffective to set a resolution, what you can do instead, and how to actually implement changes that last and work. I'm all about change and self-improvement, growth mindset, and personal evolution. I'm all in, but resolutions, they just have a bit of a different flavor for me. I spent a good decade making non-specific resolutions with very little interest in actually accomplishing them. I sort of viewed it as, well, the new year is coming and I should think of something that I can declare as my resolution. It was sort of like this very half-hearted attempt at acknowledging something that I knew I needed to change in my life, but not seriously ready to make any meaningful steps towards that change. I even went so far as to consider it for a day or two leading up to the new year. Every year, though, I mean, honestly, it was pretty obvious what should have been at the top of my list. I spent almost a decade saying I really should quit drinking this year. Of course, I would be professing this from my bar stool, then followed up by another shot and drink. That's just how it looked for me. I'm not sure that this really does count as a resolution, but in my mind at that time, I thought I was meeting the criteria of making some sort of declaration to make a change in my life, even though it was a pretty feeble attempt. Even though my recipe for the resolution was flimsy to begin with, I'm honestly not certain that it would have worked at that time because I was highly underprepared to be making any sort of major change in my life at that time. I looked around to see what stats I could find, and they vary, but it appears that according to Forbes, less than 10% of people that actually make a resolution are able to stay committed to it after five months. Only 10%. So Forbes, I guess, is agreeing with what I'm saying also. So then why are resolutions ineffective? I mean, let's not sugarcoat this in any way at all and say it as it is. Change is so hard. There are books, articles, studies, and publications all about change and the ins and outs of validating just how hard it is to change. There's hundreds of reasons why the change is so hard. My experience is that people far underestimate how difficult it is to change. And that is where I think most people go wrong. It's kind of like they lost before they ever even started. I mean, take a moment and just think about something in your life that you have really tried hard to change and you're all in, you're super committed. Well, for the first three days or until day five when you stayed up later than you planned. So when your alarm goes off the next morning to head to the gym, you hit snooze. And then the next thing you know, there isn't enough time to get to the gym because you have to get to work. Well, then that night comes and before you go to bed, you start thinking for a brief moment, well, maybe I should set my alarm for tomorrow morning so I can get to the gym. And then the mind comes in and starts telling you a thousand reasons as to why you can't or shouldn't. So you don't. That's it. That's the end of you trying to make that change at this time. I did this for years. So I totally, totally get it. So now that we all agree that change is hard, Let's look at the second reason I believe that resolutions are ineffective. They often lack a plan of execution to bring the resolution to fruition. I mean, think about it for a minute. If change is one of the hardest things that we do as human beings, then don't you think if you're going to attempt to take this on that a plan would serve you well? A lot of people that I discuss resolutions with tend to make them similar to how I did. Not a lot of thought, 
Not a lot of preparation went into them. Just sort of this obligatory sentiment to performing the duty of stating their resolution. I mean, it could totally be sincere, such as they know they need to improve their diet, but they haven't really taken the time to think through what that means and what they'll need to do to make things happen. I mean, when you think about it, there's a lot that needs to happen, such as weekly meal prep, counting calories, researching what sort of eating plan works best for your body type, grocery shopping, and the list goes on. But I think you get my point, right? It takes time, thought, preparation. Otherwise, in this case, you may open your cupboard and the only thing to eat is Doritos because you haven't been to the store in six months. Failure, right? Failure right out of the gate because no preparation. I think it's clear that not having a plan in place is going to definitely backfire any shot at success that you have. Lastly, the reason that resolutions are ineffective is because people don't want their stated resolution bad enough. I don't know about you, but whenever I'm working on a major goal in my life, in order for me to stay engaged with it, I have to really, really want it. I have to want it more than any situation that I currently have going on in my life right now. That's why every year when I would say, I'm going to quit drinking, I didn't do it. I didn't do it because I, I didn't want it bad enough. I wasn't ready to stop yet, and I didn't want to do it. Essentially, I wasn't in enough pain in my own personal life to be willing to make the change. Pain is a powerful motivator for change. It's, in my experience, it is the only thing that's strong enough to force me to change. If the pain gets intense enough, I'll change. This seems to be true for most people, but certainly not everyone. We know that change is hard, that not having a plan in place leads to failure, and that you have to want it, like really want it. And most people don't. So then what should you do instead of making a resolution? The very first thing that you can do is to get crystal clear about what it is that you want to change in your life. Take some time and review what is going on in your life right now. Write about it. Talk to a friend. However you need to process it, but take a thorough inventory about what change needs to happen in your life. Only pick one thing, though, and only work on one thing at a time. Picking more than one thing will cause overwhelm and almost always means that it won't work out. Everybody wants to lose weight, go to the gym, get healthy, quit smoking, eat better, all of these things. And that is a recipe for disaster. So once you know clearly what the change is, then get clear on what you no longer want your life to look like. The reason that you are changing is because there's something in your life that you have identified as no longer acceptable to you. So what is that? What does it all entail? When I first quit drinking, I didn't really want to quit drinking. but I did want the mess in my life to stop. I didn't want to be short on rent because of my spending habits at the bar. I didn't want to be drinking in front of my daughter anymore. I didn't want to continue to be someone that didn't show up for my family and friends. Sometimes it's not about identifying the cause, but more about identifying the symptoms created by the behavior that are causing the pain in your life. Once I was able to nail down what I no longer wanted, it reinforced my willingness to take the necessary actions. Once you know what you no longer want, then identify what it is that you do want. Who do you want to be? I wanted to be someone that had financial ease. I wanted to be a positive role model for my daughter. I wanted to be someone that people could count on. This helped me to remind myself of what I was aiming for each day. Each day I had a goal, right? Now that you know who you do want to be, then you're ready to take it to the next level. 
So spend some time visualizing and feeling what your life will look like once you accomplish your goal. If you're aiming to be healthy enough to run a 5K, what will it feel like when you cross that finish line? How will your body look and feel from all the days of training? I mean, literally. See yourself there with the sweat running down your forehead, winded, bent over. Feel what it feels like to just have accomplished this incredible feat. Think about all the times during your training days that you doubted yourself, but you did it anyway. You showed up, you followed through, and here you are. See yourself there. Visualization and feeling things before they happen are two techniques that world-class athletes use to stay focused on their goals. It's incredibly powerful and helpful. Use visualization and feeling to help you implement who you no longer want to be and who you do want to be so that you can bring any change in your life full circle. We know the why and the what, so now what about the how? How do you implement these changes in your life? To thine own self be true is a William Shakespeare quote that I love. For me, it's the beginning, middle, and end. In order to implement change, you have to be true to yourself. If you take the time to go through the steps that I've laid out and you can see where the pain points are in your life, then you have to be honest with yourself about the need for change. You owe it to yourself to be honest and then be willing to take the action on your own behalf. You already know this, but I'm going to say it anyway. No one else can do it for you. And if you can't be true to yourself, then how can you show up for others? This life is about evolution and doing hard things so that we can grow and become the best versions of ourselves possible. Do it for you. Be true to yourself in every way. You deserve it. Being true to yourself is so important and so is being clear on why you're doing this. You have to make sure that you're so clear on why you're doing this. Every day you have to wake up and know what the reason is that you're going to change your behavior today. The reason that you're changing has to be greater than the pain of remaining the same. Otherwise, you have to look deeper for a bigger reason. Success won't come if these are reversed. Remember, changing is one of the hardest things that we do as humans. So your reason for change has to be huge. As the alarm clock goes off, your reason needs to force you out of bed. When the waitress comes to the table and everyone orders a beer, your reason has to be big enough for you to order water. Your reason is going to be the solidifier for your change. That's why you have to be so clear on what it is. We now know that being true to yourself and having clarity around the reason you're seeking change will move you into the direction that you're seeking. But let's take a look at the last piece of advice on how to implement change. Here's the story. Time is passing every moment that we are alive. Every day we make choices. Some have immediate impacts on our life and others are cumulative. And you don't realize it until you're later down the road and you look back, right? Regardless of the impact of our choices, if it's immediate or realized in a decade, they all count. Every single choice we make counts. And eventually they lead us to who we're becoming. So for example, if I say I want to be healthy, then I'm going to commit to walking every day for the next year. 30 minutes every single day, I'm going to do this because I want to be healthy. If I choose to walk every day for the next year, chances are at the end of the year, I'm going to feel better. My joints will probably ache less. I might have lost a couple of pounds. My mood is probably going to feel a little bit lighter. I'm just going to likely feel stronger and better. On the other hand, every day comes and I can choose not to walk. At the end of the year, my joints still ache. I've gained a couple of pounds and my health is declining slowly. 
In either scenario, the year has passed, but the results are glaringly different. So I get to choose each day what it is that I'm willing to put into my day. What do I want my life to look like in a year or five years? It's not about these huge major shifts, but more about small, reasonable, doable changes that you can make each day that completely changes the trajectory of your life. Friends, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this helps you to create some perspective on the coming new year and how you might be able to implement small things that will bring big results for you. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me on my website at marcylanglois.com. If you're looking for someone to help you make changes in your life, reach out to me for a free consultation. If you found this episode informative or helpful, please share with your community of people. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. And until next week, be aiming to live beyond limits.